For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Time to talk rugby now. This Canterbury Rugby update brought to you by Kevlar Homes, proud partner of Canterbury Rugby. Ahead of a big weekend of rugby, we caught up with former All Black captain and friend of the show, Richard Lowe. Richard, thanks so much for joining us again. How's how's your week been? Oh, brilliant. We've, um, I'm just up, uh, been tailing lambs, or as the North Islanders would call it, docking for my uh, neighbour Dave Martin. Did a few today, so it, it's nearly bare o'clock. Ah, sounds good to me. Now, let's start off with the, the Canterbury MPC team. Are you liking what you're, you're seeing there? Are we starting to get the feeling that this team could be there or thereabouts come finals time? Yeah, I've been impressed in one or two of the young, young ones coming through, um, showing their wares, uh, you know, and it's great experience for them to be playing that standard rugby. And, uh, you know, I suppose the carrot at the end of the stick is uh, they all are all trying to get a uh, super contract and move forward from that. So I think, yeah, they've been good. Um, the old competition's had its up and down with uh, Waikato losing to Targo the other week. But, um, yeah, I think the Canterbury boys should be there or thereabouts for the top four anyway. Yeah, well, their last title was back in 2017. Do you think that's something that might be on their minds or are they a little bit too clinical for that? No, I, I, I think that's totally different. Um, you look at who's been winning it, and I don't think... I know Auckland's been winning a few, uh, most of their games, but they've been struggling as well. Um, so, you know, I think on the day you have to be on your, on your guard. And I, I, one thing I've noticed with all the teams, uh, they haven't done three games in eight days or ten days very well. They've struggled uh, with the intensity of backing up, and I suppose that's just a learning curve, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's tough going, some of those schedules. But uh, it is mm. double-header time now at Eden Park. Black Ferns, All Blacks, sell-out crowd too, I believe. The last last weekend, All, all Blacks won it. They, they won it in the dying minutes. There was a bit of controversy around it. But uh, what did you make of the game? I thought the game itself was quite good. The controversy uh, probably... My wife and I sit there watching and we hate the time wasting. So, you know, that's out front there. And I know it's within the rules, but he should have, he, he was warning them all, all game and perhaps he should have penalised or the referee should be penalising them, especially we see it when there's a yellow card handed out. Uh, they milk every minute they can of that 10 minutes uh, and slow the game right down. So I, I, I think there's a situation... I agree with the. It should have been done, but at that stage of the game, it was a wee bit harsh, I think. But hey, he's the man in the middle in charge. Yeah, I completely agree. Actually, I think one of the biggest frustrations in rugby is the amount of time wasting that goes on. So, I'd love to see it called a bit more often. But yeah, pretty harsh to the only time you blow it being in the, the final seconds of the game. But, but that's okay. Is it good signs though for the All Blacks that we've managed to? scrape a win in that last match or actually it's a little bit worrying that we got a good lead and we just couldn't put them away Yeah that, that dropping your good lead where we're 30, 31 or something like 32 uh, 
to 13. You know, midway through the first, uh, second half, you don't drop leads like that. And I just think something's going wrong in that camp for them to drop it like that. But then you look at the team selection, and I, it, I can't follow it. Um, they bought Don. All right, Cody Taylor had a mere his last outing, and I believe he deserves another, you know, shot at it. I think Dane Coles is a bit long in the tooth now, so you know they should be looking for someone young. But you go the next position out, the young props, mm. the two Canterbury lads, Sauer and uh, Newell, have been coming on and doing what they need to do and doing it well. The Lau Lau has all already indicated or stories out he's talking to French clubs so let him go you know to Mafati his use by date is up you know you've got four young props that are playing well keep playing them and you know they'll get more experience they'll get better at their trade and they'll be ready for next year but messing around bringing Lalala and Tua Mafati back on the bench just bewilders me Weaver yeah totally agree because they're only young Young fellas, you want them out there playing as much as they can and just getting used to test match footy. But I, it's it's probably not the only area that there's been a little bit of contention around selection. Some of these changes, mm. they've been injury-enforced, of course, but yeah. you've got Geordie coming into number 12. We still can't see Will Jordan with number 15 on his back. What do you make of this back Correct. line? Well, the midfield, you've got Leonard Brown, he's broken. Uh, Good Hughes broken. Who else have we got to that normally running around the midfield there? Uh, it's it's a position that's under stress. And, you know, there's, you know, Havili's out um, with his head knock. And I think there are four or five All Blacks out injured. And there's still no place for Tuvasa Sheik. Yeah. You'd have to wonder what he was doing in the squad full stop. So, you know, that's a hiccup. The other hiccup position is loose forward. And we're lucky Artie Sevilla's coming back, and he always gives it all. But with Ione and Papali'i um, at six and seven, they do worry me a wee bit whether they've got the ability to go their period of time. Ione seems to run out of gas after 50-odd minutes. And then you've got um, Papali'i, he came on... Last week, you got the men and you got some bit. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we don't see too much more of that, to be fair. But uh, also Sam Whitelock, I think he's been in great form. I'm really pleased to see him with the, the captain's armband on again this weekend. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, yeah, Artie's had the week off and otherwise they might have made him captain uh, last week when, when Sam Kane went off, but Sam Whitelock's picked up the mantle and he's run with it. He does a reasonably good job and his form is very good and I just think he he's the right man for the job. Yeah, and you mentioned Cody Taylor a little bit earlier on. How do you think he's feeling coming into this match? I mean, Takiaho has been sensational. Do you think Taylor, even though he's got the start, he's got the opportunity to impress again. Do you think he's under a, a little bit of pressure? Immense. Immense pressure. We know how good he can be, and he can be very good. And he has to find that form uh, quickly. Otherwise, you know, uh, at this stage, stage, him and Dane Coles are you know, fighting for that 
second and third position, and uh, you don't want, you know, I, I think there should be one or two young hookers, uh, you know, out of the, you know, uh, NPC that should be given a go too. So, you know, long time until World Cup next year, and someone can put their hand up, and I think it's Cody's chance to put his hand up and play for the 60 plus minutes. But as an all black fan, I'm pleased to have a very good hooker. It's been quite the South African with Malcolm Marks, isn't it? Mm. Have the best hooker in the world sitting on the beach. Um, we're, we're lucky we've got a very good hooker. If Cody doesn't perform tomorrow evening, today evening, uh, then, yeah, we're in for it. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a doubleheader this weekend in Auckland. The Black Ferns are playing as well. They take on Japan. Mm-hmm. It's their last hit out before the World Cup gets started. What are they going to need to see from that game? I think the seven uh, girls that have come back uh, into the squad, the three of them, two are starting, I believe, and Fuller's on the beach. So I just think they have to, those three especially, have to show their wares um, so they can put pressure on the squad. You know, Wayne Smith knows what he's doing, and I think he's done it very well. Yeah, well, even um, Sarah Hirani during the week, she mentioned how much she was having to learn and how much she was having to spend so much time before training, just uh, cramming and going through the paperwork and everything she needed to know to play a test match on, on Saturday. So there's clearly a lot of work that needs to be done. But, yeah, we, we have to put faith in, in Wayne Smith that he that he knows what he's doing and he, he's got a squad that hopefully could try and, and win that World Cup, ideally. Um, but I'm going to yeah. put you on the spot a little bit here. Are you game enough to give us some some score predictions for the two games this weekend? Oh, the girls are easy. They'll win. Yeah, they'll they win by plenty, won't they? Yeah, they, they, they'll win by plenty. Yeah, you're dead right there. The All Blacks should win. Otherwise, they, the hoodoo of Eden Park is out the back door. Um, I am... Disappointed with the selection, and though we spoke about the ones uh, that are on the beach, ready to make their first, you know, appearance for a while. If and when they come on, and I'm talking the two of my fasties, the Laos, the two of us, the Sheks, If and when they come on, if they don't play out of their skin and speak in spectacular form, we're in trouble. Yeah, couldn't agree more. To be fair. Are you going to give me a, a possible scoreline? Are we thinking over under thirteen? Uh, they'll score. They'll score a couple of tries and kick two or three penalties. So what's that? Um, let's let's say thirty-two eighteen. Like it. Like that it. That enough lot. for us to win? Is that good enough for us to win the um, championship? I hope it is. Yeah, I think 14, it should be 14, actually. Fourteen points. We get the bonus point. Yep. Cool. Yep. Like it. So that's perfect. That's what we're after. Let's hope for two good New Zealand wins in front of a full house at Eden Park. Richard, thanks so much for your time once again. Enjoy the footy and and look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks, Frankie. Well, that was former All Black captain and passionate front rower Richard Lowe, who we spoke to yesterday ahead of the Canterbury-Auckland game, and we really appreciate his time during a busy Friday. So don't worry when he refers to Bureau Clock. That was Friday night beers and not one first thing this morning. He was spot on the money with his takes on the NPC 
Canterbury nodded their best early and were punished to be 10-0 down before kicking into top gear and running out winners 38-20 over Auckland. So let's hope his predictions for tonight's doubleheader at Eden Park are right on the money too. That was your Canterbury Rugby update brought to you by Kevlar Homes, helping build the future of Canterbury Rugby. Kevlar Homes, proud partner of Canterbury Rugby. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.